and welcome back to the Natch 20 Review. I am John, also known as Stock. I'm the executive producer here at Final Show Films. And with me today is Katie, also known as Omnisha Daughter. Hi. And Austin, also known as Units. Yo. And Holly, also known as Pookie. Hello. And today, this week, we are talking about Sea of Clouds. Uh, in Sea of Clouds, a ca- as captain of a flying pirate ship, you must recruit a cutthroat crew, collect relics, and unearth the best rum by gathering shares of loot. Then, send your pirates aboard enemy ships to plunder their treasure. In each round of the game, players take turns divvying up shares of loot to gain rum, relics, objects, and pirates. In some rounds, when ships are flying close together, they will also clash in a board action, using the effects of any pirates they've picked up to gain doubloons and plunder loot. On your turn, you take the first... Uh, uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty much the game. Sorry, I was about to go into how the game is played. Um, uh, it's a game published by Yellow, uh, I-E-L-L-O, um, uh, and it's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, the way the game is played, basically, the, the game goes uh, in a series of rounds. I think there's a set number of rounds. It is... Set number of 12 rounds. And uh, starting with the first player, who is determined by whoever last had a drink of rum, or whoever most recently had a drink of rum, uh, you go clockwise from, from the first player. And on each of your turn, you t- you look at... There are three uh, stacks of loot on the board, or on the table in front of you, and you look through them sequentially, looking at stack number one, then stack number two, then stack number three. You start at stack number one, look at it, decide if you want to claim the loot there, or leave it be. If you leave it be, you add to that pile, and look at stack number two. If you want stack number two, you take it. If not, you leave it be, and add to that pile again. And then stack number three, decide if you want it, or leave it be. If you leave it be, you add to that stack, and then you draw from the deck of loot, which uh, is also sitting on to the side um and then you go around clockwise uh trying to amass victory points through use of your rum treasures or or, sorry uh, they're called objects uh rum objects relics and uh and then also through through collecting doubloons which you can get via your pirates and some of the other methods um the uh, and then at the end of at the end of twelve at the end of twelve turns, you count up all of your various amassed fortunes to determine your victory points, and the pirate with the highest number of victory points wins. It's a very simple game. Uh, <clears throat> so let's talk about our first impressions of the game, starting with Austin. So very first impressions, I was surprised how quick this game goes like it feels like there should be more to each round but it's literally look up piles of cards until you take what you want and then every four rounds you have a scrap and yep uh, honestly if that's not what you're doing you don't have to worry about it it's like okay people are going to beat me and stuff's going to happen and you know what's going to happen because you can see the pirates around you so it's like oh well i might lose two doubloons eh whatever or you might decide, I'm going to amass a whole bunch of pirates and depend entirely on the scraps. It's one of those games where there are like four or five different ways to win, and they're all viable, which I love. Yep. And Holly? I was really confused by this game, for first impressions. Uh, it took me like the entire duration of the game to figure out 
how it was played. And I think it would be enjoyable now that I know how it was played, but I found the whole first experience very confusing. And Katie? Uh, and sorry about my voice. My voice is very low and scratchy. But um, first impressions, um, I like pirates. Um, so that was a thing. Um, I also, it sounded really complicated, but once I sat down and played it, it was something I could pick up pretty easily. Um, and I, you know, I enjoyed it. And I like the fact that, you know, when you have a scrap, you don't actually have to do anything. It's like, okay, well, you know, it's basic math, you know, greater than, less than. So it was, uh, it was interesting. I same thing. It's pretty close to the same thing with me. I I like the fact that they're pirates. I like sky pirates. They're they're an interesting niche that doesn't get uh that it's an interesting well that doesn't get visited all that often, um and should get visited way more often because sky pirates are awesome. Um, but uh, it, it it I thought it would be a little more complicated than it actually is. It's fairly simplistic uh, gameplay wise and also very very quick. Um, so yeah, let's talk about things that we liked about the game. Austin. I mentioned already how much I love going into a game that this game requires you to have a plan and to play on it, but it does not require your plan to be obvious or that it does not mean that you can't switch plans halfway through and be like, this isn't working. I'm going to switch over and start taking pirates or, um, hey, I lucked into a couple of relics. I can really snag some points off of this. Um, as long as you know what you're doing and are paying attention to what everybody else has, um, there's so many ways to win. And there's a lot of times where it sneaks up and just comes out of nowhere. So that's, but that's probably my favorite part about it. Okay. Uh, Holly? Uh, I like, like, I, I agree with you on the whole, um, airship pirates not being used very often, and I like exploring those, so I like the overall concept, and I like the, um, I don't even know what these things are called, uh, the relics, that was it, um, I like how the game is played out. Like how how the how fully understand it how the relics sort of add to each other to give you an increased point value at the end. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry. Um, like okay. the, this entire game was very confusing. <laughs> but yes, yes, I like that. I'm sorry. That's okay, uh, Katie. Um, well, first off, um, again, I. I like pirates, and I know I said that already, but I'm going to say it again, because I do. It's um, totally fair. I, I also uh, like the fact that there is, uh, being a pirate geek, I like the fact that there are, um, there's equal representation. There's four total pirates you can be, and two of them are women, and uh, two are men. So I appreciate that the, you know, the female pirates are being represented because they're actually a very large faction of pirate uh, 
history that don't get uh, recognized enough. My tirade is over. Um, I like that, like Austin said, there are multiple ways you can uh, amass points. Uh, they're fairly easy to understand. Being able to work them with one another is a trick, but, you know, like, after the first battle, I had no pirates, so everybody was just, you know, the, you know, Austin and John could just be like, okay, I won. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to get some more pirates, and so I did. And then, it, you know, it worked out. So, um, I like how quick it was. I like the turns went quick, and I like the kind of prices rightness of the like the showcase showdown like it's like oh you you pass on this showcase but you know you want you know like what's in this showcase oh you don't like what you know if there were three showcases so it kind of reminded me of prices right as well yeah um the sort of bidding mechanic i guess it would be kind of uh like uh, do i want this no well it's gonna get it's gonna get better if i take it or it's gonna right. get, sorry it's gonna get better if i leave it alone but if i take it i get this thing now um, yeah, like it's a it's a it's a crapshoot yeah well, well, yeah, moreover it gets better for the next person yeah if so they do i risk to take this it, getting yeah. even better for the next person too yep that's true um, we had we had a couple of them, yeah. Because so the, the just to, just to reiterate, basically you look at, when you look at your loot piles, you look at the first one. If you don't want it, you put it back down and you add a new card to it, and that happens every time. So if it goes like through three people, like so, if three people go through that same loot pile and don't take it, it gets three more cards added to it. So it goes from what it starts off as one card, now it's four cards. That fourth player gets to look at all four of those cards and go, you know what? I think I want this stack. Or I don't there's nothing in it really calls to me, so I'm going to hand it off to the next person. Eventually, a stack just you know becomes valuable by sheer size of options that you get. But right. um, we we did have I think the highest we ever got a stack up to was five. So well, and it had a negative card in it because there are negative cards in this game. Yes. yes. Um, Which is interesting. So was there was there anything else, uh, Kitty? Uh, I was. Ah, it was there, and then it wasn't. Nah, nah, that's my brain. <laughs> no, no, nothing else. Okay. Uh, for me, definitely, I enjoyed the the pace of the game. It's very, very like the box says forty minutes. I imagine that if everybody knows what they're doing, like perfectly, it would take a lot less than that. Um, our first it, game only took like forty minutes, and we spent yeah, a long time on our first turn trying to figure out how the heck to play the game. Yeah, yeah it, like, it, it, let's say it took about 40 minutes, didn't it? Yeah, it took about 40 minutes. That was with the learning curve. Um, like, with already knowing what to do and, and playing sort of at optimal speed, like, I feel like this game could take less than 30 minutes. Um, it's definitely very fast-paced, and, and it's part of what lends it to that speed is the sort of the predictability of, of the events that are going to occur, because just about all the information is known. There's a, there's a little bit of unknown information in, in you can have secrets and your rum is never revealed until the end of the game, but um, it's it's very much uh, the, the known information makes everything go quicker. Um yeah, I I like the speed and the flavor and this like the whole concept of uh, sort of pressing your luck uh, with the with with how you're drafting your cards because um, it is kind of a draft. It's sort of a blind draft, I guess would be the the correct term. But yeah, um, I still prefer prices, right? But you know, to each yeah, their own. I mean, 
Uh, but yeah, so that's that's things we liked about the game. Uh, what about things that we didn't like about the game, Austin? Um, there's two primary things. Number one, the game is not always interactive. Um, when you fight, you only fight the two people adjacent to you. Which means if you have four people, there's somebody that you just can't fight. <laughs> um, and you can't really do anything to because all of your, you know, oh, make you discard this or that sort of thing. Almost all of those are attached to pirates and when you beat someone in a fight. And so it creates this weird off-balanceness. Um, that's the big one. The other one is the first player is always the first player um, and the tiebreaker token is really hard to get um, though it doesn't even have that much influence on most things. It just As I far as like, I saw I think we went, we went through just about the entire deck and I there think there's only ways two to cards parrot. to get the yeah to get the parrot. Only yeah. two that I saw, yeah. <clears throat> I kind of wish that the first player rotated or, or something like that. Um, that would be the biggest thing. Um, because it just it felt very stagnant. Not stagnant. It felt very routine. It's like da 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 da. Okay, I'm always going last in the round. <laughs> Katie, John, Holly, Austin. Katie, John, Holly, yeah, Austin. I'm always going last in the round. And that has an effect, especially when you're about to do boarding. It's like, I know everybody's pirates. I know what to grab. I know it's like, I don't need to worry about pirates because I've got all the most pirates. Or, oh, this person just grabbed a pirate. I should go for pirates. Um, yeah. At the same time, it's like, I have to wait all round for a stack of loot. So, um, I wish there was more ways to throw off the routine. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as non-interactive as the game is. Okay. Uh, Holly? Um, I I agree with Austin on the uh, the attacks. I don't like that you can only attack the two people next to you. Um, but beyond that, the thing I really didn't like was... And, like, this might just be me not understanding the game fully. But I was really, really far behind when it came to the fights. And this might have just been me not understanding that I needed to pull those cards. But I feel like I didn't get an opportunity to pull very many of the pirate cards. And because of it, I was well, yeah, that, very far yeah. behind in the fights. That, and, and that certainly comes down to... Uh, um... That certainly comes down to the randomness of the shuffled deck. Uh, there's just that, you know, by the time any of the pirates got around or got got drawn, either they weren't what you were looking for or they just weren't big enough to help or they you didn't have the opportunity to get any of them uh, through, through your uh, draws. It's not that they weren't what I was looking for because if I – looked at a pirate card, I got it because I needed them. I just did not have very many opportunities to get them. And part of the problem was you were sitting next to John, who was prioritizing pirates a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's sort of the the drafting aspect can result in you getting cut on a specific type of card. Um, 
and in fact did. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's that was my major problem with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Katie? <clears throat> uh, I'm just kind of sitting here thinking about um, what everybody else has said. And the one thing, one thing I did not like, um, I feel like the, the board, the centerpiece in the three, three stacks, uh, aesthetically could be a little bit easier to manipulate or look better or be a little bit bigger or something. It just wasn't because they're basically, you're, you know, the cards in front of the table and this small rectangle of cardboard saying, okay, here's, you know, not cardboard, but you know what I mean? The first slot, here's the second slot, here's the third slot. And just me being me, it's like, I need them, like, separated. Like, physically, like, with barriers in between them or something. Um, also, also the, also the stat, the, uh, like, the, the randomness was cool, but it had, is a double-edged sword, because you know, like, you said, you know, I got several rounds where, like, there was just, like, is all rum, or it was all secrets, or all um, pirates. Like, there wasn't a good, or all relics. You know, sometimes there just wasn't a good mixture, so you get loaded up on one thing, and then somebody else comes along behind you and gets, you know, gets the pirates or gets the relics. Point to the randomness. You cut out there around the... You cut out there uh, right as you were saying the word relics. Yeah. Oh. Uh, catch after that. Uh, but you know, sometimes you might get you know the all relics, but um, but you know the randomness does have you know its upsides and its downsides, and I think, and I also agree with. I think it was Austin and said, you know, staggering that, you know, who goes first, you know, because I was always first and while that has its. Ed- so. That's it. Um, I mean, the, the, I definitely agree with lots of the things that have already been said. One of the things that bugs me the most, though, uh, was the fact that the, the four captains boards were completely interchangeable. It doesn't actually matter what captain you play as. And they were vaguely irrelevant. I mean, if you just put your cards out in different lines in front of yourself. Yeah, like all, all yeah. it really did was give you a sense of order for where your items go, but you, they're, they're basically useless. There's no need for that. And that, that's, that, that ventures into that territory that I've talked about previously of, you know, why do you have this flavor? What's the purpose of this flavor? And while I while I appreciate them putting to use the Sky Pirate flavor, ultimately it had nothing to do with the game mechanically. Nothing about the game would have changed if these had been regular pirates, if these had been space pirates, if these had just been bandits on wagons and horses. Like, uh, yeah, I actually forgot true. that we were airship pirates. I thought that, we were just that, pirating. I was about to say I said that. You know, I thought the same thing. Yeah, like there's there's absolutely nothing about the game that demands you be airship pirates. There's nothing about the game that demands you be pirates at all. You can play this game as simply like if you you could strip away every aspect of flavor of this game and it wouldn't change the mechanics at all. Which the mechanics being fun, but that 
eliminates the purpose of like like the purpose of making a game with this particular flavor it should be to embrace that flavor. We've played lots of games where like the flavor is a key portion of it. Like one another card game that comes to mind is like Netrunner that we've played previously where very much the setting is a sort of a key part of the way the game plays. Um, or when we played that Space Pirates game, um, yeah, Metal or, or, Factor. Yeah, yeah, Metal Factor. Just another another um, another example of a of a of a you know alternate pirate type game that uses its flavor throughout the entirety of the game. In this one, uh, potentially, probably actually most likely just for the sake of simplicity, they it doesn't have anything to do with being a sky pirate. Um, so that's, that's that's my biggest complaint. Uh, let's just talk about materials for uh, just a little bit. There are uh, 94 loot cards, 21 rum cards, 23 relic cards, 28 object cards, which is the ones with the treasure chest, uh, and 22 pirate cards. There are 65 doubloons worth 1, 3, and 5 uh, values, one ship token, which marks your track, the four captain's boards, uh, uh, one central board, which is the track bar, which is the sort of the time marker and uh, where the loot piles are located, uh, one parrot token. Token, which indicates who can, which uh, is a tiebreaker token. Basically, uh, if you're in a tie, the person with the parrot wins, or the person closest to the parrot clockwise wins. Um, uh, and then there is the hat token, which indicates first player or first place, uh, a rule book, and a scorebook. Um, the cards are fairly nice. They're they're not they're uh, sort of like Uno card level of plasticky, I think. Um, I mean, they're they, not meant they, to be played in your hand, so they don't need to be super flexible. They yeah, just no, need they, to be decently durable for shuffling. Right. Yeah. And, um, which they are. They're fairly, they're they're fairly, like, well, they're fairly they're thick. Like, they're like playing cards. Yeah, like like Uno cards is what comes to mind. Yeah. Um, they have lots of original artwork. Uh, I think no... There's very few repeats on the pirates and the... There's only, I don't objects. think there's on the objects. Well, no, there there are the the there are several of the books that are the same art. Um, right, the outside, secrets are all the same art. So there's several outside of those pirates, but then the rum is all almost the same, and then the relics there's, there's only, only like four or five different. Yeah, but the art um, was cool. The art was still cool, though. It was just the outside of the pirates. There wasn't as much variety on the other object types. The art style um, was very consistent, which we've had a couple games where it's not consistent. So yes, I appreciate that yes. there was a direction. Yay, consistency. Uh, but again, all... they, I don't think any of the art was airship. No. There wasn't. was islands, there were treasure chests, all the pirates were just standing on ships and you couldn't tell they were in, in the clouds. In, in the siren song, it's just like, in the shells, in the uh, everything, it's just like... You're not gonna find any of this in the sky. This is all water stuff. Yeah, yeah all, all the relics, the all the relics, water. all the relics were underwater. That's that's actually I, a good point. I, I feel like this was a regular pirate game, and then at some point towards the end of development, they're like, "Hey, you know what? Airship steampunk is getting popular. If we made this airship pirates, it would sell better, be more unique." And so they I, drew I, the front of the box to be airship pirates. I almost feel like they, you know. That may have been like you know not the people that originally made it, but the people who had to market it. It's like, oh, let's go with this marketing idea. You know, this will be really cool, and didn't really have any idea what was in, on the inside. Maybe potentially. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. So the materials are fine. The cardboard is the cardboard coins are nice. Uh, you know, good good quality cardboard, nice to hold, clinked very nicely when you threw in a box. Um, the box isn't the, oversized. It's or properly. The box was yeah. The box was properly spaced out with plenty of room for everything, and everything has its correct place to go. Um, the rule book was a little vague on some things, but they had an appendix in the back, or they had at least an icon representation in the back. Um, and some of the rules text on the cards was a little vague, but not too terrible. Um, and yeah, overall pretty decent, uh, materials wise. So, uh, let's, let's Uh, give it off. It was a $30 game, right? Yes, $30 game. Um, Which I would put it very high end of where I'd want to pay for this game. Yeah, uh, I think I think thirty dollars is probably maybe a little cheaper is probably correct. Just like because twenty five feels, feels about right for me. I yeah. would love, I would love to get this game for twenty. At twenty five, it feels right. Thirty, it's like it feels. So it definitely feels like a, more of a party game, like a family. It's party like at the game. twenty to thirty range, but yeah, thirty is at the high end. Yeah. Um. I think if you can get it at twenty five, that's fair. I think thirty is if if you really like this type of game, thirty is worth it. I know I, I don't feel like I was ripped off paying thirty bucks for it. No, um, it's, it's not. It doesn't no. feel like that one night ultimate werewolf, which is just a straight <laughs> open up the box. Yeah. There's nothing in here. Yeah. Um. But it definitely, I think it, it would sit better at twenty five. I think. Um. Yeah. Uh, final opinions and review scores, Austin. Um, it's fun conceptually. I like what they did. Um, I just, I feel like it's rough. It needs some polish. I think it's one of those borderlines, but I think I'm going to go B minus because I do like what they're doing and I like what they do enough to want to play it more, but it really lacks the, the polish, the refinement to be uh, like a proper B or a B plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly, for me, it's I want to play it again because I, I feel like the score I'm about to give it is is not a proper representation of my opinion on the game because the whole experience was just very confusing. And now that I know how to play it, I want to go through it again. But right now, I'm going to give it a B. Okay. Uh, Katie? Uh, I, I enjoyed playing it. I did not feel like we got you know ripped off for 30 bucks. Uh, it's something I would enjoy playing again. You know, it's it's interesting. It's you know got you know some good gameplay potential, and I I enjoyed it, so I'm gonna give it. I I put it at a solid B. Yep, uh, I think I'm gonna give it a B as well. Uh, <clears throat> I, I I I enjoy it. it. It loses a lot of marks for not making use of the flavor, but at the, at the same time, it's still a fun, quick, enjoyable game. Uh, you can you know you can you can get whatever fun you out of one out of the mechanics without it having to conform to the flavor of the world. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's good. It could use a couple of, there's a couple of probably balancing tweaks. You could probably, it could probably stand to have here and there, but outside of that solid game worth the price, uh, would play again. So, 
B, B three B's and a B minus. I think that's a I think that's a quality game right there. Uh, yeah. So Not bad. Uh, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can check us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so there. Thank you to all of our patrons, especially our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort and Tonic. Uh, also, thank you to 411mania.com, a geek culture website that produces articles uh, regarding to wrestling, MMA, uh, entertainment, music, and gaming, including all of our podcasts. We appreciate them. We appreciate all of you listening, and we'll see See you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Adios. Goodbye. <laughs>